0: the <speaking> top of the amid <Lord> tana we learned Eretz Yisrael never has was created first the elku and never and then afterwards the rest of the world was created shenem as it says in the pasuk and Mishlei adly also Eretz vechutzeis and the pasuk is discussing that tana was written prior to Hashem creating the Eretz as well as at the outskirts of the Eretz Eretz referring to Eretz Yisrael, and chutz referring to the rest of the world and the Gemara continues Eretz Yisrael mashka isar kolish baruch batmoy Eretz Yisrael baruch who actually gets to drink and he causes to rain by himself. Itself, and the rest of the world through a shliach. Now that's a little problematic based on the gemara that we had earlier in the mesecta that they are given matteichays that alone nipsu b'yad shliach ayn sham. Shemab as it says in pasuk in yev hanaisem mata pney arts a kadosh baruch himself makes it rain on eretz yisrael b'shleich ma'yma pleichutays and then he sends water through a on the rest of the world. And a similar gemara where we contrast eretz to the rest of the world eretz yisrael to make shaman b'chala ilukulay mitamces since eretz yisrael get its rainwater water from HaKadosh Baruch himself therefore it's better quality water and the rest of the world gets from the leftover and the excess water is from the clouds and the Gemara continues that it's all gets the first rainfalls Rashi says that that's where the rainfall falls first and the rest of the world gets later on and only afterwards and others learn that it's not talking about the time frame and when they get their rains it's talking about the quality of the rains Eretzol gets a better quality of rain than the rest of the world and the Gemara continues it's marshal to a person that's making cheese he's kneading his cheese so then he keeps the good parts and he leaves over the excess way and he doesn't necessarily use all of the materials and that's the same as the rainfall most of the rainfall which is the better quality and then he sends the Pseulis to the rest of the world and the Gemara continues we learned before during yesterday's daf. We had a between Rabbelezer and Rabbi Rabbelezer says that rain originates from the oceans of the world, whereas Rabbi Shua said that rains originate from Shemaim, from the Rikia. Now, according to Rabbi Lez, the Gemari is how could it be that you say that it's originating from the oceans if we see that the waters that come down to earth are not salty? And Rashi explained, because we see that things grow, and if it would be salty, then things would not be able to grow from salt water. And Rabbekega is that why doesn't Rashi just say that we know that the rainfall is not salty? Because we could drink it, and we could Tasted ourselves, and the Gemara yes, they answered that the reason why they're not salty is because they are sweetened in the clouds. And the Gemara now asks, Minale, how do we notice? By it says in the pasuk in It says darkness of water are the thick clouds. And then we also have another passage in Shmuel, which is a very similar passage. Sieve of water are the thick clouds. So the Gemara asks, what is it? Is it Cheskas or Khashras? So the Gemara says, Take the chaf of Khashkas and place it together with the Reish of Chashres the Karibei Chasharas and we'll read it as something that's Chusha something that's prepared and therefore we see that the clouds that we're referring to in the B'sukim are telling us that the clouds are preparing the water and the clouds process the water from being salt water and it changes the water and it becomes sweet Rabbi, Yeshua, Rabbi according to Rabbi Yeshua that learned that the water actually starts in Shemayim and therefore it doesn't need this sweetening process and actually explains that the Gemara's question is that what is Rabbi Yeshua going to do with the Pesachim because the pasuk of Chashres Mayim of that we had, that it says it with the reish, that surely Rabbi Shua had something to do, because Rabbi Shua on Testament base actually said, the moon covers him kechver, the clouds have holes like a sieve, and then it comes and it rains down water on the Kaka, and he brought the pasuk of Chashres Mayim of The question though is, on the pasuk of Chashres Mayim of what does he do with that? As we saw, Rabbi Leza takes the chaf and the reish and puts it together, and he forms the word of being and it Causes the water to become sweet, but if you have sure, he doesn't need that. So why does it say Chashkus Mayim On well, this passage, the Gemara responds and explains kiha, dechi, asur adimi, ama, that he holds like Rav Dimi said when he came from Eretzol and he said Amri that he explained in the West in Eretzol Nahar When there are light clouds, then there's going to be only a little bit of rainfall. When there are very dark clouds, sagin Then there will be a lot of water, and as Rashi explains, Chashukhanani sagin mui. Mayim. Nahar Nanikshaun and Khalish is ear and may male. And mainly we learn out when the clouds are light, then there's gonna be only a light rainfall. Um michal chosh is not lumber avalnar's ear, and it's only Michal, it's only from the Diik of Chashkusmayim, Abish Khakim, then we learned out that when it's lighter, then you can have a light rainfall. And the Gomorrah continued, Command Allah Tanya, that who is defiling Broysa going like Mayim al Yoinab, Maim Tlu. We know that the upper waters are suspended by the words about Khalish Bar, who in some sort of a pool who perhaps make sham and the fruits, the rain that we've received never diminishes its original source as just a growth from the original water like pears of a tree or like interest on principle and how do we notice in them? as it says in the passage at the beginning of the passage says that the Baruch who sends down water makes it rain on the mountains from his chambers and then the passage says from the fruits of your that's how the world becomes satiated it's not from the actual principle but it's from the interest of the principle command who's that going like Rabbi Shua, it's going like Rabbi sure that the water is coming from above, from the pools of our Kadosh Baruch Hu. The Gemara now hears that the coin to Rabbi Elazar. How he to learn this pasuk? Zakh to the how The source of water from rainfall is actually from the world, but it's actually coming from the pre the Maisi Yadayim of Kadosh Baruch Hu, that He created the world and He created all the oceans where the source of water comes from, and that's what creates rainfall. The Gemara continues. that the entire world's rain source and its source of water comes from the remaining waters and the remnants of water that's in God Aden. Shunem, as it says in the passage, that there was a river that came out from Aden. So you see the source of all rain and all water in this world is from Aden, is from God Aden. And the Gemara continues with an example. learned That if someone has enough water in order to go and give water to a base core, and we know a base core is 30 saw, then that's enough water from its remnants and whatever's left over to be able to give to drink and to be able to water a taco a of is of course the cob it's three cob there are six cob in every saw and therefore it's one sixtieth of a base core so we see that when you have enough water for something as large as a base core you'll have remnants to be able to feed and to be able to give over to something that's one sixtieth of its size and therefore by the same token since the world is one sixtieth of the size of Gan, Gan Eden, so the world can as- exist from 1 one sixtieth of the water of Gan Eden, as the Gemara just explained, and as Rasha says, "Vachinami oelim echem mishishim Gan Eden vildayv loy betamces hanonen ma And therefore, it's enough with the remnants of the cloud water that gave rainfall to Gan Eden. And the Gemara continues, "Tandrabadam we learned our time have a dalamayis passal dalamayis passal that our time is four hundred passal by four hundred passal who echem mishishim and that's one sixtieth of the size of the land called kush. The kush echem mishishim oelim and kush is one sixtieth of the world. V'olim echem and the world is one sixtieth of Gan, the Gan, Echemishishno Eden, and Gan is one sixtieth of Eden, the Eden Echemish Samachal Ganem, and Eden is one sixtieth of the size of Ganem, Nimsa Kala and Gulai, therefore we see the entire universe, Kakisakadeira, Ligahanem is like the pot cover for Gehanim, meaning that such a small item compared to the pot, Vishayimim, Ganem, England share, and some say Ganem doesn't have any share, Vishayim, Eden, England and some say Eden doesn't have a share. Amrab Isha What does it mean in Pasuk? the Passock Yemia, Sheikhant Amayim Rabbis, it's the Passock says, the bubble dwells by great waters and has a lot of storehouses and the Gemara explains that who causes bubble to have their storehouses filled with grain it's because they're sitting and dwelling on a place which has a lot of water and as Rashi says that there's a lot of water which causes the field to be irrigated and to have a lot of water since all waters of the world flow down to bubble, since it's so low down and it's the lowest point in the world and similarly, Amarav, Rav states, Asira Bavel." the people in Bavl are very wealthy, The Mitra, because they're able to cut that even if they don't have a lot of rainfall, because the rains that are in other lands come and flow down towards Bavel, As Rashi says, they don't need a lot of rainfall. And the Gemara says, that's better to live in a swampy area that never dries than to live other places because the crops will be able to grow easier and better. And before we start the new Mishnah, let's just remember the Gemara we had on that brought a brysa. And as we saw, there are two periods of rainfall. There's Yaira, which is in Macheshvin, and we said there's Malkash, which is in Nisan. And we also said that Yaira, which is the earlier rains, has three different manim and three different times. And we saw Machlekas in the Brysa, and that Vav, what those times are. And the Brysa says as follows: Ezi what's considered the first revia? the earliest ones is our third Macheshvin, of and our favorite also by the ramey. these are the words Ramea. And we'll see Ramea is going to be the Tanakama of our Mishnah. Rabbi Judah states that the first Rivia and the first rainfall of Beshivas on the seventh of Macheshvin, the second Yud Zayyin Uva Es Mishlash the 23rd, and we'll see that Al-Khayrab com Lilovamishlah is gonna be like Rabbi Huddh, and Rabbi Saiyah B Y Zayyin Uva Es Mishlaisha, Uvresh Khadish And we'll discuss this momentarily as to when we start the Tanasim, as we'll see in the next Mishnah. So let's begin our Mishnah. So with up the Macheshvin Shail the Tanakhama holds that on the third day of Macheshvin, we start saying the same Racha. Now that's going according to Shita Rab and we just saw that Ramiya holds on Gilon Macheshven is the first part of Ravirishina of the earlier rains, and therefore you start saying we say Talmud Levracha and Lachayr. Quite Ramiya, we start saying Mashivur Chemer on that day as well. And Rav Gamliel holds on the seventh day, and Lachayr. That works out. The feed of Shit Rabbi Yehuda that the first time frame for Yairah is on the seventh of Macheshven, and Rav Gamliel continues and explains. Test by Yairim that this is also fifteen days after the last day of Sukkis Kadesh Yigiyah Achim Shebiyosol in our process, and this way the that's going furthest in Ertesal that they get to the Euphrates River and this gives a chance to the idol of the Golem to travel during the dry season and not to travel during the rainy season. And the Gemara starts However, nowadays in Gollus we start saying 60 days after the Tukufa. Now as we know the Tukufas are referring to the seasons the fourth four of the year since they're 365 days of the solar year because of course seasons are dependent on the solar calendar and we break up 365 days and therefore each season is 91 and a half days ultimately the way this works out nowadays even though every couple hundred years it actually changes by a little bit however nowadays it starts on October 7th and therefore we always start saying the same Talmud on December 4th unless the next year is going to be an Ibiya in the solar calendar which means there will be a February 29th and the extra day then we start saying the same Talmud on December 5th at night now this is true actually Actually, during these hundred years, however, many years ago, it was actually on December 3rd and December 4th, and years before that, hundred years before that, was on December 2nd and December 3rd, etc., going back many years, and that shifted and will continue to shift based on astronomical calculations, which we will not get into right now. And the Gemara continues, <speaking in Hebrew> That we start saying, 60 days after the 60 days after the Tkufa, they asked Shmuel. When do you start saying the same? From the time that they started bringing the firewood into the house of tabis who was a person's name who was a bird hunter, and therefore by the time he's preparing for the rainy season, make sure he has the firewood because otherwise he won't be able to go into the fields and chop down firewood. That's the time we start saying the same. But the Gemara answers Dilma. Although Shmuel says he starts saying the same sixty days after Kufa, and over here he said a different year that was. Are actually, the same exact time timeframes. On the sixtieth day, is it like before shishim and you don't say the same tamatol, or you klachas shishim, or is it considered after shishim and you start saying the same tamatol levracha on the sixtieth day? Tashma, Rava, yem shishim klachas shishim. Rav holds that you actually start saying the same tamatol levracha on the sixtieth day. With Shmuel, yem shishim that we don't start saying the same tamatol levracha until the sixty-first day. around rab Nachbaitzer of Simnech, bring you a siman. Eloy boy mayu. Rava comes from Eretz Yisrael. They needed water. Because they were higher up, and therefore he says that we start saying the same time on the 60th day. with He didn't need water, as we said before, bubble is much lower, and therefore they didn't need as much rain. And that's why he starts saying the same time on day 61 and not on day 60. And Amr al Papa says Allah that you do say the same time even on the 60th day, which would be like Rav. And the Gemara continues that if we reach 17th and there was no rainfall, and this is again going like Shittus because the Ramea at that point on Yudzayin was the time that Ravir was already over and the time for Yuri already passed. So, therefore, we see that there's a problem and there's a drought. So, and the ones that were leaders of So they started fasting Gimel Tainis, three Tainis, in order to ask Hashem for rain. Even though they were Tanesim and they would have that Monday, Thursday, Monday, as we'll see in the Gemara, they would eat and drink while it was still dark. And they didn't have to start the feast like on Tisha or on Yom Kippur by nightfall. they would start it when it got morning. And the ones Eloisa Shacharum Torah they would be muttah do that day. Over chitzah and washing themselves, over Sikha and smearing themselves, over nilasasanda wearing shoes, over tashrim mita, and there was no issa of having relations with your wife. Once Rishchayishkislev came, and there was no geshem that fell at that point, then bezim goyim shalosh tayin sal tziba Now it became more stringent, and therefore bezim made xera, and they would have a Monday, Thursday, and Monday feast for the tzibah. As well. And all the same thing would apply. They'll be able to eat and drink the entire time it's dark until a There were no restrictions of the And the Gemara starts, Man who are referring to It starts on a Monday, then the next Thursday, and then Monday. My what's a we have a brace? we don't start making a tiny on the Ziba on the first time on a Hamishi on a Thursday because we don't want the prices in the marketplace to go up if people will see that people are coming to go and buy food for two days right away because first of all they're not eating Thursday and therefore they need a suit that night and they need a larger suit. and they're also buying provisions for Shabbos people will think that there's a run on the market and there's a drought and there's a famine and therefore they'll start charging higher prices The Rice therefore says I'll show those tiny to the first three Tanesim that were guys on the tiba starts on Monday. Then it goes to Thursday, and then on Monday. So we see that they go in sheni v'chamishu v'sheni. So what's the chiddush for On that Gemara says ma'otema. You might think kani milut tiba. That's talking about the second tanaisim where Buzin was guys on the entire tiba, and therefore over there the potential there'll be a run on the market. Av yachid But over here we're talking about only yichidim, only the talmid chacham, and only the Rabbanan. And therefore maybe we wouldn't say that it has to start on Monday. Maybe it could start on Thursday as well. Kamash one. Even over here, we start the tanesim on Monday. And that they would start their tanesim Monday, Thursday, Monday, and then the continues. and says, "And they would suspend the tanesim if it would be Chaydash, and if it would be any yontiv that's written in Megillus Tainis." We know the yontiv that are written in Megillus Tainis are only special yontivim that were midrav And you may think that because you're fasting for rain, which is very important, maybe we should revattle those tanesim those and those take precedence and we actually suspend the Tanesim if they fall out on one of the days of Rishchidosh or of these Yom Taivim now Rashi points out that of course there's no question that you're not going to start the first Monday either on one of these Yom Taivim or on but we're talking about over here clearly where they already started the series of Tanesim so for example they started fasting on Monday and then the next Thursday was Rishchidosh or the next Thursday was one of these Yom Taivim and still we would say that we suspend it and we don't fast on that that day and we continue on Yudom and Beis Tana We learned Al Yomah Adam Talmudani. A person should say, "I'm only a Talmud, any Royel Yachid," and therefore I'm not Royel to be under Madrega of a Chacham and of Rabbanon, and therefore I won't fast. Elo, call Talmid Chacham, are Yachidim all Talmid Chacham are considered Yachidim or some of the guests are Royel Lekach, and therefore they should fast. Or some say they have to fast. Be Ezur Talmud. What's considered Yachid and what's considered Talmud? Yachid is Kol Shorayim Noisip Panis Al Anyone that's Royel to be considered and to be pointed as a leader on the tzibah and I intend he explain that this is talking about a person that's a rebbe and any of his talmidim could ask him any way that they're learning and anywhere in Shas and he'll be able to respond to them and even in Masechta Skala which is a small Masechta he knows that as well however when the Gemara now says Talmud that's talking about a person that whenever he's learning at that moment even if it's a small Masechta like Masechta Skala and it's something that they knew very well because they used to learn a lot he would be able to respond to that that is what is referred to a Talmud over here but it's not talking about someone that could actually respond in any single and that would not be a Talmud that would actually be a yachid and the Gemara continues although we just said that if you have a Talmud he is ready to be considered a yachid and he should fierce however not everyone that decides that they want to become like a yachid and decide to fierce during these Tanesim should do so because that would be acting like a Balgaiva and the same thing would apply that Talmud isa. That not everyone that wants to make themselves into a Talmud, but a certain deen that the Talmud used to do different than others, they shouldn't do that because, again, it's based on Gaiva, the these are the words, and what would a Talmud do? Zakrashi, that means Talmud was, the regular person shouldn't dress like Talmud with his clothing or the way they used to have their beds or the type of hats that they would wear. You shouldn't do that because the Mishnah says that you can't necessarily just decide to act. Like tam chacham, because that would be a problem of gaiva, and we base the way we're learning the Gemara like Rashi's second shot, and then Rabbi Yisroim on that Rabbi Yassi argues on the first thing that we just said, and he said There's no problem to fears, and you should be remembered for Taiv. That's not something that's beneficial to you. It's a tzar to go and and if you want to be in imatziva, there's no problem. Tani ido. We learned another brayso loy kalorit's last last be yachar oisav tam and oisav rav which is exactly like Rabbi said before, and rav Shimon exactly like we said in the name of Rabbeisi. And the Gemara continues to turn But we learned Mishai misana al tzara Stone is in the middle of fasting for some sort of a tzara, and then that tzara passed by. So for example, you're fasting for rain and then it starts raining. Or if you're fasting for a sick person and then it gets better, and Rashi points out, who the same didn't reply. If the sick person actually dies, they still have to continue, and you have to be mekay mashlam, you have to continue a fast and finish it off, and Completed and there's a mach-lekes between the Meiri and others. The Ma'iri hold that only that day you have to fast. However, let's say you made a command that we make a series of fasts, or like Esham where they had a series of fasts, then he says that the rest of the series of fasts you wouldn't have to fast. However, the Rishonim explained they actually have to fast and complete all the tannason that you makabo for this sickness or for this tsar. And Rashi says, because if you don't continue, it looks like you make making it tonight when I and that's not a proper thing to do but it would seem even more than that as Rashi says before that it seems that you made a nedda already and therefore based on making a nedda, you should have to continue the Gemara says if someone's going from a place where they're not fasting to a place where they're fasting you have to fast with the people of that place if you're going from a place where in your town they were fasting and now you're going to a city that they're not fasting you have to continue and complete your fast and Taliesin points out <muchas> it doesn't make a difference if your das was to go back to your original city or if your das is to stay in the city and never go back because you already make the tinus. And the Gemara so in the middle of the and he ate, and he drank, don't appear in the tzibah and show them that you ate, and don't continue to indulge yourself and don't continue eating even though you ate. Now you can stop and continue fast. said to his children, why would we appear to the rest of the people like we have? Food, because even though they had food, still Yaakov sent the Shvatim down to Mitzrayim to get provisions. You shouldn't go and show yourselves that you have food. Not in front of Esav and not in front of Yishmael, in order that you should not cause jealousy. And Ayim Ben Yiyada, where he explains why the Gemara talks about Esav and Yishmael and it doesn't talk about the people of Canaan and it specifies only Esav and Yishmael. And the Gemara continues. Yaakov told the Shvatim when going back to the father his brother, Don't get involved and toil in because maybe you'll be distracted and you'll get lost on the road." And the Gemara Any two that were going and traveling on the road, they ain't and not learning, ruinously served. They should be burned. says the and that were walking together, that they were walking together and they were speaking.' and there was a charity of fire and horse of fire that separated between them Time the only reason why they were saved was because there was Deba, there was we only Diba but if it wasn't Dva'alokha then they would have been burnt if you're just talking and learning that's fine and therefore that's something you should actually do but if you be an eye in the learning as it says over here that Reyesus says ask don't get involved and toil in Dva'alokha that's something you shouldn't do because maybe you'll get lost and you'll get distracted now this Gemara Taisa brings a measure which is exactly the opposite, and he says, The Yosef HaTzadik actually told the brothers, "Don't stop from learning; continue learning the entire time while you're traveling." And regarding Elio and Elisha, Tyson actually also brings down another midrash that says, that Elio Leo and Elisha were actually talking to betalem, and we and that's why they were actually royally served. And the Gemara continues Masisa and Bryce We learned that when Yosef said, what he meant to say is that the road shouldn't cause you any harm. And the Gemara therefore learns, "Atafsiu don't walk and take large steps. And also make sure you go into every city while it's the light outside, and don't travel during the night. And the reason is out of because we learned it tells that if you take large steps it takes away one five of your eyesight. That's going like rab that rabudam rab because says the name rab. That a person should always go into a city while it's the light, and he should leave the city when it's the light that Yosem HaTzadik only sent his brothers out when it was already daytime. And Tais points out that how can we say that if someone takes a large step that takes one five hundredth away from his eyesight, if someone would take five hundred large steps, then he should become blind. And we know that that's not true. And Tais says, that only the first step takes one five hundredth, but the second step it only takes away less than the first step, it only takes one five hundredth, of what's left over and therefore at that point you only have 499th of your eyesight and therefore it's only taking away a drop of that and Tyson says that that's similar to Miser that when someone takes off for example Miser he takes one tenth of what's left over after Truma and the same thing when you take off Miser you're taking off one tenth of what's left over after you already took off your Trumas and your Miser's but then Tyson says since this is something which is a physical thing and it's a Mitzia's thing then why should there be a difference between the first step and the second step and therefore he says that the only amount that it actually takes off is only your first large step. It only takes off a total of 1,500s. But once that occurs, keep dash and you won't have any more damage. And then there's, there's another shot, Inami, and that maybe only the first step takes away 1,500s, and then afterwards it takes off less because I ain't enticed, and we will stop over here.